Broadcasting live from the TSU campus in the KXTR studios, it's time to cruise the planet with your host, Mark the Shark. Why are my nipples so sore? And DJ Truffle Shuffle. I feel like you put a lot of thought into the salad. I'll go with $20. For the next few hours, you'll hear all the Tarleton and Stephenville news to get you through your weekend. They're bringing sports pop culture, and laughs with the best in rock and roll music. Who was the idiot that gave you that award? You. So buckle up. The cruise starts now. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am Mark the Shark, DJ Truffle Shuffle, riding shotgun. What up, what up? How's it going, man? Hey, man. Hey, go, man. Go Cox. Go go Gamecocks. South Carolina Gamecocks in the Final Four. And, uh, yeah, that's going on this weekend. we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. We yeah. will be unveiling our bracket to our Wednesday crowd, the new uh, t- uh, Tarleton bracket. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, we'll have the Final Four matchup in sauces as well. That voting is still going on live on the internet. Uh, we got sports balls, what had happened was. A lot of good stuff to talk about today, Mark. Yeah, if you don't know what uh, DJ Trouble Trouble is talking about, uh, we're now on Mondays, 4 to 6, right here on KXCR 100.7 The Planet, so you can catch us two times a week. How, yes. how fun is that? Actually, if you really wanted to, you can catch us five times a week. You can catch two yeah. new shows yeah. a week. We'll have a new show Monday that repeats Tuesday, a new show Wednesday that repeats Thursday and Saturday. Basically, I was, th- I was laying in bed thinking about it. I was like, what's the easiest way to talk about our schedule? If you're a morning listener, you can listen Tuesday and Wednesday mornings, 10 to 12. If you're an afternoon listener, you can listen Monday and Thursday afternoon, 4 to 6. Boom. We're taking over. In the words of DJ Khaled, we taking over. We taking over. That popped up on my Spotify yesterday. I was like, I totally forgot about this song. (laughs) So, uh, coming up next, it's going to be the Shark Cage, uh, where I take you through the weird, wet, and wild. That's what WWW stands for uh, right here on the internet. That's coming up right after this on Cruising the Planet. This segment of Cruising the Planet is brought to you by Happy Tails Dog Grooming. Happy Tails Dog Grooming offers all the pet grooming services you may need. Happy Tails is located at 1590 North Graham Street in Stephenville and can be reached by calling 254-968-2442. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Cruise of the Planet. I am Mark the Shark. That was Big Chris holding it down across the way. Uh, what, what was our official title for Big Chris? Let's see. Uh, Producer? Yeah, uh, uh, meat factory oh, extraordinaire. Yeah, exactly. Meat grinder. The meat grinder over there. So, yeah, this is the Shark Cage uh, brought to you by Happy Tales Dog Grooming. And I got a couple stories for you guys. Um, let's see here. We are going to start with Floyd Mayweather. And Money. I know. And it's, I mean, he's always, it, it seems like he's always in the news, like always doing something. So, Floyd Mayweather apparently threw a party at a hotel room a couple nights ago and brought his pet tiger with him. Who wouldn't? I know, right? It went about as well as you could expect. So, uh, there's a couple Instagram videos up. I don't know if they're still up. I watched them a couple days ago. Uh, And he, this tiger is just on a leash with Floyd Mayweather. Well, how else are you supposed to walk your tiger? (laughs) Well, like, (laughs) the room's full of people. (laughs) It could have got really bloody really quick that's that's all i'm trying to say oh yeah yeah it could have got super bloody um so yeah he's just a couple videos of him definitely not doing a good job keeping it uh tamed yeah i guess so my only question to floyd is 
Uh, why bring a tiger to a normal party? Because he's Floyd Money Mayweather. He's got to show off his money at any point in time that he possibly can. That's so if he has a tiger at his availability, he's yeah. going to bring it to the party. If you bring a tiger to the party, PSA to the people out there, watch <laughs> your tiger. Watch your tiger. Keep an eye on him. At least care about what your tiger is doing. So can you guess who, uh, what organization is against this? What's the animal one? PETA? Yeah, PETA. Okay. PETA. They're definitely against this. Um, they want him, because this tiger was given to him as a Christmas present. They want him to give back the Christmas present. What? Okay, that's too far. They was anybody back. harmed in this incident with the tiger? No, but it definitely could have happened. Okay, well, a meteor could come blow us all up. Are you going to stop everyone from doing what they're doing for that? Maybe we should form a PETA version of, like, a meteor thing, like... People against meteors. Possibly. Pam. I'm against PETA. <laughs> Pam. No, it's Pam. Pam. You're against people I'm against ag people eating tasty animals. <laughs> That's yeah. what PETA stands for, right? I'm against PETA. Okay. There was a chain-smoking monkey from Indonesia that came up on PETA, and they red-flagged him. He doesn't even inhale the smoke. He just likes to burn one every now and then, yeah. you know, take the edge off. He lives in a zoo, for God's sakes. And PETA <laughs> steps in like they own the world. Like, that's not cool, man. Let people do their thing. Let animals do their thing. Let animals do their thing. That's what I'm preaching. There you go. Speaking of animals and PETA, Burger King says it will stop serving sad chickens. Thank God. Now, I don't think this is really going to... You know, this is all part of their brand new chicken sandwich scheme, right? What do you mean? Have you not seen the commercials? They're doing a brand new ch crispy chicken sandwich, and this is a part of it, is that now this chicken sandwich is so good that we're not going to kill sad chickens. It's only happy chickens in these chicken sandwiches. Huh. Well, here's a, the official release. By 2024, the ch chain excuse me, plans to purchase only chickens raised according to welfare standards established by the Animal Advo Advocacy Group Global Animal Partnership. The company says it will reduce suffering of millions of chickens. So, DJ Truffle Truffle, you just think this is a big PR scheme. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think it's just for so they can sell more chicken sandwiches at Burger King. That's my opinion, though. What's your, like, what's your official stance on Burger King? I wish Stephenville had one so I really? can get 10 nuggets for $1.49. Like, you like Burger King? I like Burger King. I like it more than McDonald's. Yeah. You know, just on quality alone, See, I like it more. I've never had like burger king too much like there used to be one in benbrook where my grandparents are from way back in the day yeah and uh we'd go there sometimes but what i really liked at burger king was their chicken fries and they don't have chicken fries no more yeah no that's pretty sad the that chicken makes me a sad the chicken. chicken fries were a good idea when they had them i don't understand why they don't have them anymore yeah, like but they can't be that hard to make right no they're already making chicken nuggets it's just a different shaped nug just a different cut yeah just, <laughs> exactly it's just a different cut of nug so i don't know Hopefully, I didn't know chickens were like sad. Like, is there an antidepressant well, I mean, for if, chickens? If you ask my sister Chelsea Bradley, then they have a sad life, sad shelf life. Sad shelf. It's life. about the whole domestic violence incident with chickens. You know, they're, you know, it's a whole Johnny Manziel thing. You know, oh, okay, going gotcha. on. Johnny Manziel's been hitting chickens. Something like that. Yeah, that's a, oh, that'd be a cool rap album name, Johnny Manziel. Hitting chickens. Hitting, ch <laughs> <laughs> hitting chickens. Oh, man. Well, DJ Trouble Trouble, my last story for the shark cage. Um, I don't know if you saw these uh, commercials like, like a couple months ago. Yeah, I guess during the Super Bowl. Um, I forgot who was advertising, but it was um, all these babies dressed up as NFL players. Okay. And it was like 
So they have this kid dressed up as Von Miller, like in the cowboy hat and the boots or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had another kid dressed up as Peyton Manning. Um, they had another kid dressed up as Richard Sherman. And so recent Super Bowl winners, right? Yeah. And they're talking about the spike between Super Bowl wins and babies born in that city. And that just happened to like an entire freaking country. So Iceland, I don't know if you know, um, last year humiliated England. Oh yeah, it was a big deal. It was a big deal in Europe. It was a big deal. So uh, the health department or whatever keeps track of this in Iceland. They are reporting a huge spike in epidurals um, administered to patients. An epidural is the drug that is given to women when they're having in labor. Exactly. Yeah. That's like exclusively what it's used for, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's so March 25th and 26th, it was the highest ever recorded in Iceland. So like a population spike. And March 25th and 26th, about nine months since Iceland <laughs> just beat England in Euro 2016. So if you are against sports for whatever reason, um, sports make babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like crazy to think. Iceland's been around for centuries. Yeah. You know? And the biggest population boom comes from a soccer game. Yeah, exactly. Like, So there's like 300,000 people that live in Iceland right now. I'm projecting doubling those numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably what I'm that what I'm thinking. Go so. for it. Get, it. get dirty, Iceland. <laughs> this is the shark cage right here on Cruise the Planet. 100.7 KXTR, the planet. Coming up next, Byron Anderson sitting down with us, talking some Tarleton baseball, softball, and whatever else. We decide to ask him, I believe, before we head out, we got DJ Lady Katie on the telephone. Lady Katie, you DJ there? DJ Lady Katie. Yes, I am here. What's up? We're getting sauce votes for the final four coming up at 11 o'clock. Katie, what you got for us? All right. Okay. So this is DJ Lady Katie coming to you live from the library. Um, I have two fine young ladies here helping me out with our sauce votes. And what is your name? My name is Annabelle. Annabelle, what do you prefer, queso or salsa? I'll go with salsa. She says salsa. Is that a hard choice for you? No. No, not a hard choice at all. Okay. And what is your name? Madeline. Madeline, what do you prefer, queso or salsa? Salsa. She says salsa. I know. This is taking a turn Uh, for the wild. (laughs) Oh, and for the second question, Annabelle, ranch versus raising cane sauce. Ranch. Okay. She says ranch, and it hurts my heart a little bit. <laughs> Madeline, ranch versus raising cane sauce. Ranch all the way. She says ranch all the way. Ooh, Man. All the way. I'm telling you, that's like a little piece out of my heart. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I love raising cane sauce. All right. That was DJ Lady Katie. She's coming back at 1045. For, during our sports ball segment, we'll get some final sauce votes in before we hit the championship. So we got to add two more for salsa, two more for ranch. Yep. This is looking like I, I was really thinking ranch and queso would run away with it. Mm-hmm. But as we get more and more into the morning, Raising Cane's is starting to put up a bit a fight on the line against the ranch. And on right the there, we got a couple more salsa votes that are putting up some fight against queso. So yeah. this really could go either way. Exactly. No, that's exactly what I'm thinking. And... Um, I think we may have an upset. I don't know. I we'll think see. salsa has the potential to take over queso, but I did pr- predict the final four correctly, right? You, 100% correct. 100% correct. That's me. Uh, I wish I could say the same for my March Madness bracket. All that <laughs> matters. But, uh, yeah, we'll get the sauce to you at 11 o'clock. But coming up next is Byron Anderson right here on Cruise of the Planet. 
throw it down. It's time for the Byron Anderson Show right here on Cruising the Planet. Because sometimes I take one Oreo off and, you know, when I'm watching my way, I take one side off and I just eat the, the rest of it. Mm-hmm. This segment of Cruising the Planet Brought to you by Game and Movie Trader Stephenville. Buy, sell, and trade both used and new video games for any console, DVDs, Blu-rays, and comic books. They also feature a selection of board and card games and a full-service skate shop. For more information, they can be reached calling by calling 965-GAME or at facebook.com slash gameandmovietradersville. Thank you, Big Chris. Welcome back to Cruise of the Planet right here on KXTR 100.7 The Planet. I'm Mark the Shark, DJ Truffle Shuffle, riding shotgun as always. And Byron Anderson, because it's the Byron Anderson Show. What's up, guys? What's up, dude? How's it going? What's up, what's up? It's good. I'm uh, happy to be here once again. Just uh, in the middle of enjoying another exciting week of Tarleton sports. Oh, yeah. Had some interesting things this morning. We had a bat in the lobby no. of the gym that they were working on. Uh-oh. Yeah, I took a picture of it and everything. Oh, like so a can flying bat. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like an actual. I, th- I was thinking baseball bat. No, you know? no, no. Like a real bat. <laughs> But hopefully, uh, as we've got games this weekend. Um, Uh-oh, I see it. It's right there. We've got games this weekend that we're going to be covering on 90.5. Yeah. Four of them. We've got one baseball game and three softball games. Baseball is going to take on, I think, they're the number nine team in the nation, Angelo State. Mm-hmm. Softball takes on Angelo State as well. They are the number one team in the nation. So Ooh, wow. it'll be a, a very softball slash baseball uh, crazy weekend, and uh, we hope that you'll join us for it. On Friday, I'll be doing both games, and on Saturday, Kyle Cruz will be doing the softball games. Uh, I Kyle is out with TCU at the NIT. Yeah. Um, he helps over there some, so he asked if he could get a way to do that. I said, of course. <laughs> you know, we get to go to the garden. I can't turn you down for that. So he'll be doing that on Friday, and then on Saturday, uh, I'll he'll be back in action with the softball team who's playing well as of late, they got two more wins yesterday against St. Edwards. And then, of course, coming off of uh, like a record-breaking offensive weekend against Eastern, or excuse me, against Western New Mexico and Silver City. They sweep them, and they have they Nika. They run-rolled them. Is that how that's posted up? They, yeah. It looks like it, they the first one ended in the fifth inning and another one ended in the sixth inning. Yeah, you know, they, they uh, put the numbers up, big numbers up, and uh, Nika Wood goes over – 150 RBIs. Uh, I believe that is a school record now as uh, she continues to pound the baseball. We've seen her hit a, a walk-off home run against St. Mary's in the game that you covered earlier in the year, Mark. That was fun. And, uh, you know, it's just been the, the softball team. Coach Coupion has got those uh, ladies playing very well. They're a fun group to watch, and you'll have plenty of time to do it this weekend. Again, against the number one team in the nation, I believe, Angelo State is 35-2 and two on the year, wow. which is a ridiculous record. Uh, for a softball team, and they are, you know, they they're doing it with pitching and clutch hitting, which is uh, usually a recipe for success. But it's hard to, you know, sustain that kind of, you know, I say one or two runs. It's hard to sustain that over time. And you know, Angelo State's really doing a good job of doing that. They've got the same pitching staff back from last year, and uh, then they've added a couple of hitters that have really made a difference for them. And it's obviously it's showing on the field. The girls are on an eight-game win streak right now heading into that matchup with Angelo State. The guys are on a streak of their own, though, yeah. not so good, a five-game losing streak. What's going on with the men right now? I think it comes back to hitting. You know, they've, uh, I, I think they've pitched relatively well in most of the games. You know, they're not giving up ridiculous numbers. Um, it's just 
You know, are they going to put some hits together? And we've seen times, you know, the one game that we covered uh, earlier this year to this point when they uh, ended up beating St. Mary's, it was because of an eighth inning grand slam. Lemons. Uh, yeah, by Dylan Lemons. And, you know, before that, they didn't really have anything going. And I think at times they've had stretches where they struggle to put up runs. Um, you know, I think the pitching staff, for the most part, is doing a good job. It's hard on a college pitching staff to play four-game series. And when you get behind the eight ball and you have to use some of the pitching in the first or second game, those third and fourth games that you're playing, you're talking about sometimes getting down really to brass tacks. And, you know, you're limited in what you can do. You know, most of the coaches when they when they do that third or fourth game, they're you know they're going to pitch by a committee. They're going to put you know a lot of times have you know four really quality starters that you can run out there uh, on a baseball team. You know, if you're you know TCU or USC, a powerhouse in Division One, you've got tons of scholarships and and you can find all these people. But you know, at a Division Two school, it's harder to find good pitching and bring it in it's probably the hardest thing to do at any level uh, but even here it's harder to do because there's just not those guys that can go the whole game and if you have a guy early in a series that can't make it now you're drawing from that group that you might use to pitch the third or fourth game and so you know you're asking more guys to do more and it's hard on a pitching staff and that's why a lot of times you'll see in these series you know, it's a 3-1 to one series win for somebody or a 4-0 sweep. It's because the other team that loses the early games when they run out of pitching, I mean, they're out. You know what I mean? There's, they've got You've got to fill these innings. There's no pitch limit, but you want to be smart with your pitching staff, and it's just it's really hard to do over a four-game series. So, you know, I, I would say uh, it's baseball, you know, and you're going to have these times where you don't hit the ball well. And, you know, it's the first Lone Star Conference series. A lot of these guys were new, uh, and they haven't been in a situation like that. Kingsville's a weird place to play because of the humidity, and, and it, you know, it's it's just a different – I can't describe it unless you've been out there to play before. It's, it's the backdrop, at least when I was there, was not very good to see. Um, and, you know, they usually run out a pretty good group out there. So just a lot of things goes into it. Uh, I think they need to get some wins this weekend and put some stuff together. If they can do that, uh, maybe take the series against Angelo State. They're right back on track. But, yeah, you know, Coach Conger, he's got a little work to do. But, you know, they'll be over there getting the work in. And if they can do it, that group will get it done. You know, especially since Dylan Lemons and Jake Hasbrook, basically when they're on, they're on. And you know, Well, they're, they're power hitters. Yeah. You know, and that's always, that's always uh, to me – I know guys that when they put a, want to put a team together, coaches, and you know they want a bunch of power hitters, and that's really fun, and it's fun to put up those numbers. But you need those guys that I personally like. You know, if I were to construct a team, it would be a couple of power hitters based around a lot of dudes that can do the other things, and that's kind of what he's done. You know, they can bunt, they can steal, they're fast. You know, speed doesn't go in slumps. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Power does. And so while those guys are putting up huge numbers, you know, when you run into a little, you know, a stretch of, of bad hitting or a little struggle, if they come together, you're going to have a hard time putting together runs. And so that's kind of the, you know, the tit for tat. You, that's why they say five-tool players are the best because, you know, like I said, speed never goes on a slump. You're always either fast or slow. 
And guess which one I've been for like the last 20 years? Super fast. Super slow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you there. Um, anything else going on? Anything the listeners need to know? Coaches shows, other stuff. Coaches shows are done for the year. We finished those last week. It was really fun. I want to thank all the people and all the, the businesses throughout the year that have made it possible for us to have those shows. It was really fun to do it. I won't lie. It's uh, it's nice to get it done. Um, no more free pizza, though. No more free pizza. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, you know, that is a, a drawback. But if you look hard enough around, you can fry, find free food. We will, on Friday at the baseball game, we will have uh, a cookout on Friday. They're going to have uh, their cookout the 31st before the game will be out there. So if you want to come out uh, and, and, you know, get something to eat, we'll have hot dogs for you out there uh, on Friday at the baseball game. Uh, and we will be broadcasting that game. So you, you better believe I'll be down there getting a hot dog. <laughs> um, let's see what else is going on this week. Really, you know, uh, track and golf um, are off this weekend, I believe. And then the tennis team is on the road. So as far as stuff to get out and do around here, now, I may be wrong. I have not checked that stuff. But from memory, what I saw earlier this week, I think the other teams are on the road. I'll have to double-check that. But if you ever have any questions or, or you want to go see something, you can always go to tarletonsports.com. We still have uh, places available for you to sign up if you want to be part of the Bobby Fox Golf Tournament. That is next Friday, April the 7th. Um, it's $100 per person to play. You can sponsor a hole for $100. Of course, a whole team would be $400. It's going to be at Harbor Lakes um, out there in Granbury, and it will be an afternoon start next Friday. So, you know, take a half day, go play some golf, and uh, do it for a good cause. If you have no – well, I guess, you know, I, I should say one thing. Speaking of football, football spring practice is underway. hey And if you want to see a big difference in what a team looked like in the fall and what it can look like in the spring, you can go out there. I went out there last Wednesday night and took a peek on the opening practice and there is one major difference in this football team and it is they are big yeah and i mean huge yeah. the offensive line there's a guy and i you'll have to forgive me his name escapes me six eight three ninety is oh, what he's God. listed Ooh. at that's uh, like almost me right there's <laughs> there's a, a couple other guys and you know i don't want to get into specifics i know we're limited somewhat on time but a couple of the guys, you know, we got a couple of D run one transfers on the uh, uh, defensive side that that could make a a difference on this team. Um, it's a different look. It looks like you know last year the offensive line played really well um, for as limited and as little depth as they yeah, had. Yeah, it was a very makeshift line for sure. a lot of the year. Yeah, and they were they were limited on on depth. I think there was really throughout the year at the best point really only eight guys that could go, and then you had. Guys like Noah Perez um, get injured and and miss significant time during the year, and so you're looking at being down to like six or seven guys. They took a tight end, you know, towards mm -hmm. the end of the year and transferred them over to to tackle. So this that's not the situation now. Uh, you go out there. There's a slew of offensive linemen out there, um, new running backs. There's a lot of different fun stuff to watch. Um, you can go out there. The practices really aren't uh, listed, but. You know, I'll tell you, you know, most Saturday mornings around 10 o'clock is when they, they do some of the good-on-good good stuff, as the coaches say, mm -hmm. where the, the ones go against the ones. So if you want to get out there and, and watch a little bit at that, 10 you can. The, the official uh, – yes, the 10 p.m. What are you, well, I what didn't are you know. a college kid? So, um, 
And then the spring game is right now scheduled for will be April 17th at 7 p.m. That's a Monday night. So we'll have some Monday night Tarleton State Ooh. football in a couple of weeks. You can head out there right after you listen to Cruise of the Planet. Now Monday's 4 to 6. Oh, yeah. You should certainly do that. Yeah, you or you could just take like your radio and listen. Yeah, there you go. Listen like while that. you're there. Yeah, well, you can watch warm-ups. <laughs> while we got you, Byron, we will be unveiling for our Wednesday crowd our Tarleton bracket. And I know you were watching. I don't know if you are able to watch the whole thing on Monday. Oh, I watched some of it. And I, I liked – Mostly, I like to make fun of you guys. Yeah, I, no, yeah. you did a really we, good you, job. You were, we saw your comments, <laughs> but you did make the bracket actually, and I you, did. What is this bracket? Well, okay, it's the we're about Tarleton to, bracket. I'll even give you one to fill out. I'm sure you'll make yourself the champion. We're about to build you up and then tear you down real yeah, quick. But, oh, okay, good. <laughs> so you made the bracket. Not a whole lot. We only had eight humans actually make the bracket straight oh, up. There's a person region, oh, and you he, made it. Oh no! So that means it's like, all traditions like Oscar P or something. Yes, like exactly. That. The Oscar P is actually in technically the person bracket as well. Well, but you drew the seven seed. You'll be going up against number two seed coach Reesman in the first round. <laughs> that is so. <laughs> that is such a loss so fast. I mean, it is so. Could you please put me up against somebody else? Well, okay. You got even if you beat Coach Reesman for whatever reason, <laughs> you, you probably will be going up against Doctor Detop. <laughs> well, you know if we're, we're not on there. So now's your time to promote. Why should people vote you over Coach Reesman? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you realize he's my boss, right? Yeah, I know. So basically, we want, um, we want you to tell the crowd see, why you're this, better than your boss. You, you haven't actually stated what this is about and what we're voting, the actual title. So the there is a way that you can vote for me if you're if we're doing how much people weigh. Okay, oh, I do weigh right. more than Coach Reisman, so that would probably. That is a, hey, but what, a am, lot of what am I going to say? Everyone in this room weighs more a, than Coach there's Reisman. A hundred, there's a hundred different things ways that he's meant more to Tarleton State than me. It's not even close. You um, played baseball here, though. That's true. You hit yeah. some dingers. Yes, I, I mean I hit. I, I did my fair share for two years. But you're talking about a guy that's been here 30 years plus. Um, you know, it'll be 30 years. As a matter of fact, next year will be his 30th year as the coach, and I think it's. 26 years as uh, athletic director, you know, uh, aside from a v- there's very few people to me, I'd be very surprised if he's not, I don't understand how he's the two seed other than what well, Dr. Dr. Dottavio. Okay. You know. Well, and, and I get that. That makes sense as well. Um, you know, I guess that does make sense, but you know, I didn't know if there were brackets on the other side. Okay, yeah, yeah. we have four regions. We have a traditions region, a people region, and oh, okay. an on-campus so region. The, that's why he's number two. In a the wild card. Region. He's the number two person in the people region, next to Doctor Dottavio. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. They're going to meet up in the second round. Oh, I will definitely. not be there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because because auto, <laughs> automatically. Well, let me just tell you, automatically, your whole bracket means nothing if somehow I beat Coach. <laughs> I'll say this. We have filled out our own brackets here in the office, and Lance picked you to beat Coach Reisman. Oh, so. well, you know, Lance is Lance is a guy that likes underdogs. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a dude that has his own board game show here. So, true, you know, he's going to like some of the underdog stuff. Um, I so, I mean, I, anything, it, I'm not going to, like, make fun of you for voting for me, but you're doing a bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you vote for me, it's very clear you're doing a bit. He's not next week's vote, right? Uh, this upcoming week, no, yeah. he won't. So you'll have one more chance okay, so next Wednesday next to defend week, yourself. Byron Anderson show. We're not even asking you sports questions. We just want 
to def- you to defend yourself. But next Wednesday, we will start. That will be the matchup that we'll start for that week. So he's not happy. About he's not no, happy about drawing that it's, seed. It's just there's no chance for there's no chance. I'm very. I'll just say it's like being nominated. It's it's an honor to be nominated. That's what I'm going to say. I will step out very graciously, and I will understand when you vote for Coach Reese because if you don't, you're doing a bit. Yeah, you know what I mean? That, that's You're true, doing a bit. Byron Anderson Show every week at this time. Coming up next, it's the Sports Balls right here on Cruise of the Planet. This segment of Cruise of the Planet brought to you by Keen, Jim Keen, attorney at law. Jim Keen offers services for DUIs, car wrecks, and other legal matters. The law office is located at 240 West Green Street in Stephenville and can be reached by calling 254-965-3733. The law offices of Jim Keen. Not afraid of a fight when it comes to your legal right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Cruise of the Planet right here on KXTR 100.7. The Planet, I'm Mark the Shark. Coming up next in sports balls, that guy just got signed to a new deal. What does that mean for the Cowboys? Plus, DJ Truffle Shuffle has some stuff right after this. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Don't let your relationship with DJ Truffle Shuffle and Mark the Shark end in disappointment like everyone's football season sans John Kirby. We get up on all the sports balls on Stephenville's leader in sports coverage, Cruising the Planet. DJ Truffle Shuffle, I guess we'll start with the cows. Let's do it. Since that's uh, them boys. How about them boys right here on Cruising the Planet? Uh, we'll start with Jason Witten. Mr. Dependable. Uh, just signed a new four-year deal. Um, and so that puts him, what, playing until he's 39. 39. Uh, but I don't think he's going to do that. Um, I feel this is a really good move because um, he was set to hit a 12.262 million cap hit this mm-hmm. year. Uh, definitely not restructured. Like, I'm sure he's not going to get paid as much as he has been. Yeah, I mean he's going to get the money. It's just like a little further on yeah. down the road. Okay, so I definitely have some reservations about this. Okay, okay, on the one hand, I am stoked that Jason Witten thinks he's got that much more left in him. That okay. Tight end is a very, very different position than quarterback or kicker. Quarterback and kicker are the positions where you can see players playing into their 40s and still playing pretty well. Tight end is a high collision. You are getting hit every single play. Off the line of scrimmage, whether you're blocking or going out for a pass, you're taking a hit. Every time he touches the ball, he's taking a hit. It's really scary, the idea of a 39, nearly 40-year-old man out there taking the kind of hits that he does. But... At the same time, Jason Witten has a very Emmett Smith type of ability to kind of like make hits not as bad as they usually are. Like yeah. he can kind of fall with the hit, so it's not as bad. So I can see where he thinks he can play another four more years, but it is scary when you think about an old man's health out there on the football field. But you can always think like people are restructuring contracts all the time. So who knows what's going to happen to Jason Witten mm-hmm. even next year with this contract? Uh, but I like it. He's retiring a Cowboy. Uh, nice, big, always open in the middle target yeah. for Dak Prescott. He will be catching balls in, as far as long as he can. You know, the yeah. question is how many hits can he take after he catches that ball? Yeah, I think this also, these next two signings are just as big, if not bigger, than Jason Witten getting signed to a four-year contract. Uh, they got Scott Linehan 
and uh, Rod Marinelli for another three years. Nice. Well, so. they have both been doing a very good job on their yeah. prospective sides of the ball. So it's I'm glad that we're having some consistency over the last decade or so. It looks it's just felt like we've had coordinators coming in and out on a on a regular basis. You were, it's not consistent. To have some actual consistency on this team is going to be good for them. Yeah, and it's like it's we've had coordinators leave because they're so good and they get other jobs. Or they we've had coordinators leave because they're so terrible at what they do. Um, but I like this. I like that Scott Linehan is sticking around. Um, because, I like that Rod Marinelli sticking around. Well, I, I like both of them. Yeah, I know, but you. I understand. <laughs> uh, Scott Linehan, just because um, the worst possible thing you probably could have done to Dak Prescott is get him a new offensive mm-hmm. coordinator for you year for two. Sure. Uh, especially since a lot of people are reserved about how Dak Prescott is going to approach like this new year stat-wise. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, what's he going to do? Like, Is he going to regress? Uh, is he going to go forward? He can basically – he's at a fork in the road, DJ Truffle Shuffle, mm-hmm. all right? He can go the Andrew Luck route and be a really good quarterback, or he can go the Robert Griffin the third quarterback or route and end up playing for the Browns in four years. And not saying like injuries, it's just like Robert Griffin the third didn't really pan out like we thought he would. Okay, so here's how I've always seen it when it comes to new quarterbacks. Because um, this happened with Tony. When Tony first started, when he took over for Drew Bledsoe, he had an amazing six games at the end of that season. Uh, nobody could find a way to defend him. The next season, he regressed. Not because his talent went down, but because now people actually have film to study on that guy. And that's the same thing that happened with Robert Griffin III. He has a great opening season. He's doing. He's running the read option. No one has run the read option the way he does in the NFL. Uh, so nobody can defend it that first year. Second year comes around, they have a book on the guy. So now you know how to defend him. So it's going to be interesting to see if Dak himself can adjust to the defenses that are adjusting to him. Exactly. And Ron Marinelli, I like him being re-signed because... He always seems to throw together a defense. He did of, a lot with nothing. Yeah, he throws like couch surfers with duct tape and some band aids and a little a little like, WD forty. Yeah, exactly. And get and, it in and, there. And it's like a it's not a great defense, but it's like a middle of the it pack defense. The number one rush defense for yeah. a very solid majority of the year last Considering year. Considering he we didn't give up what a hundred yard rusher until like week double digit week until Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, exactly. And he had probably one of the worst defensive end unit so you can only imagine if the cowboys draft well give him players like marinelli he's taking things big he's signed to a three-year contract that'll make him 71 i think when he's done with his contract so who knows what's he what is going on afterwards uh but yeah there's that's your update on the cowboys dj Trump shuffle okay so we're gonna go to a little bit of nba action the cleveland cavaliers a couple of nights ago had a very tough loss at the san antonio spurs Personally, this year, I've completely hopped on the Spurs bandwagon. Uh, I'm probably moving there. A lot of family I got going is from there. And the Mavericks just play like a bunch of kindergartners for most of this year. (laughs) So I've kind of hopped on the San Antonio Spurs bandwagon. But the story is the Cleveland Cavaliers and how poor they are playing. Quote, LeBron James said that we must have been the worst team the Spurs have played this year. And they just played the Knicks. That was LeBron's That's quote. LeBron's oh quote God. about his team. He also said, quote, our team is in a very delicate place right now. Um, I think what he means by delicate is the fact that they don't play defense yeah, at all. Exactly. They have, since 2017 started, they have yet to play a game where the other team did not score at least 100 points. Wow. And that's been three months. Kyrie Irving is going to jump off one side of this flat earth that we live on. Something is going on. The Cleveland Cavaliers have even dropped to the two seed in the East for the first time in a, in a, 
in the spring of a season that Cleveland has not been the number one seed since LeBron went to Cleveland two years ago. Um, so right now, it looks like these Cleveland Cavaliers, with only two weeks until the playoffs start, are kind of on a downhill trajectory. Yeah. It's give, leaving a lot of LeBron fans worried. Yeah, no, I think so because I feel like I see more of – like back when LeBron was playing like for the Heat with Eric Spolstra, Dwayne Wade, all those guys – I feel like every day when I woke up in the morning, like, look what LeBron did mm -hmm. on the court. Yep. Now I wake up in the morning, and we're prepping for the show, doing whatever. Look what LeBron did off the court. Or, or what said he said. Off the court. And I think that's kind of getting to his head a little bit. I think the media is kind of starting to maybe get a little too pushy with him. Uh, but, he, I mean, he doesn't have to answer the questions anyways. So no. it almost is like, what are you doing, man? Where I think it is for LeBron, I think he's starting to see – the end of his career tunnel you know he's at 34 right now he's yeah. kind of getting up there in age um he's worried that he doesn't have a whole lot of years and chances to win championships right now that's why he was complaining so much early in the year about trying to get more talent on his team but where the cavaliers are right now with i mean they haven't picked up anyone defensively the only defensive acquisition they made was andrew bogut which literally lasted 60 seconds <laughs> so what are you supposed to do on the defensive side of the ball? It's great when you can put up points, but so can Isaiah Thomas in the Boston Celtics. So can Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan in the Toronto Raptors. The East is wide open yeah. right now, and, and, I don't, and that's the first time it's been like that since LeBron got to Cleveland. It, that's why I think it's, the playoffs are going to be fun this year because you also have to watch out for the Wizards because John Wall, I don't know if you've And Bradley Beal have both been yeah. ballers. Oh, they've been fantastic this season. But that's sports balls right now. DJ Lady Katie on the phone for some last minute sauce votes katie you there hey guys this is dj lady katie coming to you live from the thompson student center uh getting in our last live sauce votes for the day um and who do we have here with us today ashley ashley what do you prefer queso or salsa salsa for sure salsa for sure man I'm wow that's that three one, votes for salsa i know and what is your name nikki Nikki, what do you prefer, queso or salsa? Definitely queso. There we go. Definitely queso. There's some hope. Um, and for the last question I have for you ladies today is ranch versus raisin cane sauce. Raisin cane sauce. All right, Nikki, how about you? Ranch. Okay. Ooh, Split votes. We got a little bit of vision there. But, <laughs> yes, um, and that is all I have today. And these lovely ladies actually are from Pankus, and they're doing a philanthropy thing in the student center, so come see them. And they helped out a lot today, so yeah, get go. a chance to come by and see them. Back to you guys. All right, go see them and continue to listen to Cruising the Planet because coming up next, we'll get the championship match. We're going to have the, the top two sauces in the world. It's, Stay tuned. It's going to be lit. Here at the Tarleton State University, service is one of our core values, and service day is Thursday, April 6th. Make sure you're signed up on TexanSync and ready to get out there and help our community. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Cruise of the Planet right here on KXTR 100.7 The Planet. I'm Mark the Shark. That's DJ Truffle Shuffle. Katie was on the street all morning trying to get more sauce votes, so we've got the championship matchup right after this song. Lost. 
put some sauce on it. I think I put too much sauce on it. DJ Truffle Shuffle has been counting votes. We got a championship matchup. We do, we do, with the live votes and some other online voting. A couple of these matchups, we, okay, so we definitely had two favorites, I would say, in this yeah. one. And the underdogs really put in a push this morning. I mean, when you started up this morning, it looked like we had what we were expecting to get. But as the morning went along, the two underdogs really made a push, and we had two seriously tight matchups. But we do have two victors and two uh -oh. heading to the Sauce Championship of the world. The world? The world. The worldly world? This is it. The worldiest of worlds right here. Now, do you, are we just announcing them like back to back? Pretty much. Blank versus blank? Yep, I need drum okay. rolls for both of them, though. Uh-oh. First and foremost. First and foremost. Who, what are we doing? Which one? In a matchup with Ranch versus Raising Canes. Ranch Sauce will be heading Whoa. to the championship. Oh, called it. I so called Just it. Called it. Called <laughs> it. Even though I voted for Raising Canes like on our 100.7 poll, I still knew Ranch was winning. Yep. I Ranch just, like, comes out with the victory. Not a huge one, though. Raising Canes definitely put up a tough fight towards the end of the day, but Ranch still comes out with the victory. On the other side, in our international section of the bracket, we have Salsa going up against Queso. And with a tight victory, Queso will be Ooh. moving on to the Sauce Championship of the World. Ranch versus Queso in the championship matchup. Couldn't have two more elite offenses. I'm going pretty sure I called it, right? You did. Okay, actually, I. You have let called. Let me check. I have the brackets in front of yes, me. Yes, you had. You got your final four. You got the top two. See, okay, I got the championship right, but I'm pretty sure that I picked Queso to win this bad boy, and I don't know if that's how the. It's a coin toss for sure. Yeah. Ranch versus Queso. We will be announcing the winner of the sauce bracket on our new Monday show yep. next Monday from four to six. Uh, probably right around 5 o'clock, yeah. I'm going to guess, is when we will do that actual announcement. And we will start the voting for our brand new Tarleton bracket as well. Yeah, and that one's going to be sweet. Do you want to tell them the first matchups yes. that we I'm have? I'm going to go ahead and tell you the first matchups. You can start voting for these on Monday after we release the champion of the sauce bracket. And then we will release the winners of, these, of this round next Wednesday at this time. So, first round matchups for the Tarleton bracket. In the Traditions bracket, number one seed Duck Camp will go up against number eight seed Silver Taps. In the People bracket, number one seed Dr. Dottavio will go up against number eight seed Parking Lady. <laughs> that's just, that's unfair. I yeah, I know. In the On Campus bracket, number one seed Finding a Parking Spot will be going up against eight seed Avoiding Construction. And then in the Wild Card bracket, the number four seed The Grove Pool will go up against number five seed Mustang Ranch Pool. Ooh, okay. So we got some serious rivalries going up at the very beginning of this bracket, the yeah. Tarleton bracket. And I have to say this. So everyone in the station fills out their own bracket. Yeah. And every bracket we've had so far, there's been a pretty consistent winner. Like Whataburger won everybody's fast food yeah. bracket. Um, I think Orange is the New Black was probably the favorite yeah. for the Netflix originals bracket. Ranch and Queso were the top two for the sauce bracket. Every single bracket submitted by a Tarleton Radio employee has a different champion. What? I'm not going to give you any names, but these are the champions that our staff has picked. One has Larry Joe Taylor winning. One has the Bonfire. 
Someone who is not in Greek life picked Greek life to win. <laughs> that, that would be Brayden. Duck we, Camp we don't have to hide that. is my favorite. Keanu Perez has won a bracket. Hey. The Purple Poo have won a bracket. And Dr. D has won a bracket. So everyone in the office is split on who will be winning this bracket. It just goes to show that this is totally a personal opinion. Yeah. And opinions can go anywhere when it comes to Tarleton traditions. There is really no serious favorite in this bracket. Anybody from any seed could find a way to win. Yeah, no, that's the that I think that's why this is gonna be the best bracket so far. Because I feel like you're gonna see a whole bunch of 50-50 like ties or super I know close. When I were when I was filling them out, there's a bunch of first round matchups. You're like, gosh, I just don't know how to pick one of these. Yeah. There's a lot of second and third round matchups, like, how do I choose between these two things? So it's going to be tough, but it's going to be very exciting. I think we're going to have a lot of really close votes for a lot of these matchups. And I'm excited to see who Tarleton itself thinks who or what is the number one Tarleton aspect at Tarleton. I have a tiebreaker just submission. Like if we do have a tiebreaker, right? Chris, our producer, takes his shirt off. Okay. You and me represent one like, okay, let's say. Uh, give me a matchup. Like, okay, let's say Mustang Pool and the Grove Pool are tied at 50-50. Because yeah. I really think that could happen. Um, and so you would represent Mustang. I represent the Grove. We each have 12 cupcakes. And whoever gets the most cupcakes to stick on Big Chris, that's who wins. I'm down like a clown. Are you kidding <laughs> so me? you can lick and throw. Lick and throw cupcakes <laughs> at Big Chris. Live on Periscope and Facebook. Dude, the Facebook Live viewers are going to love that. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, it's time for Family Feud, our edition. We're going to try to get the old men on. I don't know if they're ready to Yeah, we had yet. a millennial version on yeah. Monday, so we're going to get an old man version today. Let's do it. Family Feud for it all right here, right now. Coming up next on Cruising the Planet. This segment of Cruise of the Planet is brought to you by game and movie trader Stephenville. Buy, sell, and trade both used and new video games for any console, DVDs, Blu-rays, and comic books. They also feature a selection of board and card games and a full-service skate shop. For more information, they can be reached by calling 254-965-GAME or at facebook.com slash Stephenville. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Cruise of the Planet right here on KXTR 100.7 The Planet. You hear, you hear the music. You know what time it is. It's time for Family Feud. And we got the original crew from last week. Uh, DJ Truffle Shuffle still riding shotgun. Cassidy. Teammates. Hi. That's the first, That's team one. Team two is Winston. Hello. And Lance. Hey, Mark. Hey. <laughs> Mark, I'm feeling, to be here. <laughs> Mark, I'm feeling good this week. It's yeah. WrestleMania week. I'm, it's just it's the best week. Okay. Oh, got just got his WWE cha- World Champion Award. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I Congratulations, did, did. by the way. I am now the champion of the world. If Also, if Lance seems a little excited, it's because he's on a new mic today. Ooh. So, All right. Ladies and gentlemen, before we start, also, shout out to Charday running things on the scoreboard. I need buzzers from you guys. That's Truffle. very intricate scoreboard you got going on up there. Time. She took some time. It looks good. It looks good. So, we need to get some ground rules. First round, just normal. Second round, multiply by two. Third round, multiply by three. Just so everybody's uh, good to go on that. Um, let's see here. Yeah, okay, I need buzzers. Truffle. Cassidy. Daytona. Booyah! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that can be it. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to go with, I don't want to do Cena again, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Taker for Undertaker. Oh, Taker. Okay, Taker. so Taker, since you guys got on to me for saying come on down, Truffle and Lance, you're up first. All right, let's do this thing. All right. Gentlemen, buzz when you know the answer. 
Name something you get at the dentist that almost makes the trip. Truffle. Floss. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry about that. I forgot. <sighs> Lance. Name. Can, can you finish the question? Name something you get at the dentist that almost makes the trip worthwhile. Um, you get a toothbrush. I'm toothbrush for 50 points is the number one answer. Do you want to pass or play? Mark, I'm going to play. Okay, Winston, we're coming to you. Name something you get at the dentist that almost makes a trip worthwhile. A sucker. I'll do candy for 19. Yeah, what? Okay, suckers. real quick. I want to get some borderlines here. So a sucker counts as candy. Yeah. But military doesn't count with Navy. Nope. Oh, okay, my. just making sure. Just trying to get the ground rules here. Someone's, Still a little upset from last someone's, year. Someone's salty. Lance, we're coming back to you. Name something you get a dentist that almost makes a trip worthwhile. Toothpaste. Mm. Oh, that's not on there. You got one strike, Winston. Same question. One thing that you get at the dentist that almost makes the trip worthwhile. Yep. Uh, laughing gas. <laughs> <laughs> laughing gas wow. for seven Good points. Call. Also, candy was 19. I don't know if I got that for you. Uh, candy was the second. Laughing gas was the fifth out of five. Lance, we're coming back to you. You two more answers, and you clear the two board. Two more answers. Name something you get at the dentist that almost makes a trip worthwhile. Uh, clean teeth. <laughs> clean teeth for thirteen points. Now, if you get one more, you clear the whole board. Winston. Name something you get at the dentist that almost makes a trip worthwhile. I feel like Winston was hoping I got that one wrong. <laughs> Name something you get at the dentist that almost makes a trip worthwhile. Name something you get. A sticker. <laughs> they got it. A sticker. Winston and Lance cleared the board. Sticker for eight points. I would have never thought of that. I don't know what dentist you go to. I've never gotten a sucker or a sticker at the dentist. Well, I have to be treated like a child at the dentist. <laughs> Candy so. kind of defeats the purpose of being at the dentist, doesn't it? Repeat customers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> repeat customers. It's, all, it's a business. All right. Cassidy and Winston, come on down. Nope, nope, nope. that's not, that's no. not it. Stop. All right. Both of you. Name something people consider a snack food. Daytona. Yes. Chips. Chips is the number one answer for 51 points. Are you guys passing or playing? Playing. Playing. Okay, there's seven of these. So you got that one. You got six left. DJ Truffle Shovel, name something people consider a snack food. Candy. Oh, my God. It's got to be a little more specific than that. Okay. <laughs> just letting you know. I'm just now, now we know. Now we know. We can move on. One strike, Cassidy. <laughs> name something. Oh, okay. She's already up there. Cookies for five points in the seventh answer. I like my snack food. Yeah. Okay. I like. I mean, I think Truffle Shuffle likes a snack food, too. <laughs> you would think, right? But I just can't think of anything <laughs> snacking right Name now. something people consider a snack food. Beef jerky? That's almost too specific. Oh. Now you got two strikes. Only two answers on the board, off the board. Excuse me, one and seven. Crackers. Now, the, she's carrying the she team right now. Crackers are number four. Answer four, eight points. DJ Truffle Shuffle, you got two strikes. If you don't get this, the other team can steal. Name something people consider a snack food. Come on. You're overthinking I'm this. I'm trying my best over Sweating. here. Sweating bullets as I'm trying to think of something to say <laughs> right now. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you all, you're like. So uh, we could just I'm steal so now. I'm so disappointed. Oh, like, man, that's, I know. I hate myself. That's one, two, three. three. You're, three. Out, you're <laughs> out. You're out. You're out. Uh, yes. So if you guys get one right, you steal the whole board. Uh, I believe it's Lance's turn. I'm going to say peanuts. It's either on there or it's not. <laughs> what is I was building suspense. So congratulations. You've now stolen uh, two peanuts. We're worth 10 points as the number three answer, Charday. So we're in the same position as last week. That was a multiplier of two plus the first round. You guys cleared the board. So this is a th- multiplier of three, right? Am I right? Because it's yeah. the third and the last mm-hmm. round. So you guys technically still got this. Okay. That's how we did it last time. All we got was the third round, and that's all we need. DJ okay, Truffle Shuffle and uh, who, who went last time? Lance. Lance. It's so me and Lance. The, yeah, okay. DJ Truffle Shuffle and Lance, the third round. Dun, dun, dun. Name a fruit that's delicious to eat. Take her. Go for it. That's the whole question. Nope. That's not the whole question. But you said no, you, you, have, you, to you have to answer now. Name a fruit that's delicious to eat. That's not the end of the question. That's not the whole but thing, you but you answer. have to answer now. Are you kidding? Bananas? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Name a fruit that's delicious to eat, comma, but hard to break into. A coconut. Coconut for 27 points and the right answer. DJ Shuffle Shuffle, you all passing or playing? So We're going to play. I was taken back by your quick answer. <laughs> uh, you really didn't give him a chance to finish. It's okay. I did the same thing when we did it earlier. Coconut, the number one answer for 27 points. Are you all passing or playing? You're all playing. Play. Playing? Okay. Daytona, whatever you go by. Name a fruit that's delicious to eat but hard to break into. The bane of my existed oranges. That is wrong. You got one strike. Oranges are—they're not like—they are. They are that hard hard to break into. There are some hard oranges, Mark. Okay. All right. Whatever (laughs) you say. They make my throat close up. They're difficult. DJ Truffle Shuffle. That's a very specific answer. Uh, DJ Truffle Shuffle. (laughs) Name a fruit that's delicious to eat but hard to break into. I'm gonna have to say watermelon. Watermelon. Number three answer for 22 (gasps) points. Pumpkin. Okay, oh, not, we just traded right. sides. So you got, got two strikes, one more. They can steal, Lance. It's hard hard to break into. Coconut and watermelon what? have been said. Yes. It's, it's, Pineapple. Was that three strikes? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not. You guys weren't guessing. I was just like, I was making fun of you earlier, like when you like went too quickly. Mark, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> no, that's not what just happened. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what happened in my head. So that's what I went with. Well, now that's... <laughs> DJ Truffle Shuffle, I need an answer. You got two strikes. What's the question again? Name a fruit that's delicious to eat, but hard to break into. I'm going to have to... I don't even know if this is a fruit, but I, I tried to break into this sucker a couple days ago, and it was pretty tough, but a squash. <laughs> oh, no. Squash is a vegetable, that's what I'm pretty figured. sure. It so we're coming shot. back over to you guys. Winston, if you yeah. steal, uh, you guys win. Okay. So I'm going to go with a wise man's voice and say pineapple, question mark. Oh, come on. How'd you guys not? Because Mark was talking when you said it. I knew you said oh, something, okay. but I couldn't hear what you said. That's right. It's pineapple. Doesn't matter anyways. I'm you so guys upset. got the whole thing. Congratulations. I feel like this game show is now on it's on, it's on fire. On fire. Yeah. So Why is it on fire? We just lit it on fire. Right oh, you because just lit it I'm on fire. Nine. 
90% sure pumpkin is actually not a fruit. According to Steve Harvey, it was. Okay, neither is a squash. Do you guys want to hear the other answers? Yeah. Cantaloupe was the number four answer for 11. And pomegranate. I also am very disappointed in myself because I work at a supermarket, so I feel like I should have known that from all Come the on. codes I have to type in from the yeah. ridiculous amounts of fruit. That so what's the uh, what's the final score, Shard? Eh? <laughs> well, I mean, well, it's nothing. It's it didn't happen. So you guys won. But you guys, it's, it's okay. One to one, team wise. There we you go. Do this true. again next yeah. week. North, it's we're bringing it back. North of two forty-seven to zero. <laughs> That's the final score. I'm just upset that Truffle Shuffle didn't know any well, snack foods. You know, like, I mean, okay, look. <laughs> Pineapple is twenty-six. Truffle's a meal guy. That's what I'm, I'm a, is a meal, meal guy. guy. <laughs> you know, like so I'm a meatloaf and taters kind of guy. I don't really snack along. I do all the time. Well, you What's your snack favorite snack with your food? Meals. Chicken fried <laughs> steak and mashed potatoes. A little far. That's a snack. I'm saying that in general, not you. Well, all right. Awesome. This segment of Cruising the Planet has been brought to you by Happy Tails Dog Grooming. Happy Tails Dog Grooming offers all the pet grooming services you may need and is located at 1590 North Graham Street in Stephenville. They can be reached by calling 254-968-2442. That's 254-968-2442. All right, well, guys, welcome back to Cruising the Planet. Big Chris over here, uh, not producing anymore, so... That's kind of a bummer, but I'm kind of excited about it. Hey, so. you've been crushing it today, hey, though. Hey, I'm doing the best I can, man. But uh, we got Florida Man coming up, and Florida Man, as always, going to be great. We've got uh, some spicy pickled sausages, some rock stars, Ooh. some ice cream men, all kinds of crazy stuff going on today, but it's coming up right after this. Welcome to Miami. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that that was like fantastic? Yeah, like I can't wait you to can't, like. Cut we didn't that. choreograph any of that. That was just 100% us on the fly. Yeah, so I that's gonna it, be. A I didn't bit. know if We gotta else. put that in the uh, POP later. Hold it now. <laughs> I didn't know if anybody else knew the Spanish part, so I knew I had to come in on that. Hey, the clutch though. It was clutch. Hey, it was, it was the. I mean, it the was girl in the music video that sings that part. It's uh, what's her name? Oh, she's like the girl in Hitch with Will Smith. Uh, I have no idea. Never You've never seen. I've never seen Hitch actually. Oh, Mark is having a heart attack. <laughs> Somebody get him his inhaler. Go on without me. <laughs> I've seen pieces here and there, but never the full movie straight up. Do you you remember what a PSP was? Yeah, I had yeah, handheld. That was the only movie that I had on PSP. So, oh and we went to Houston a lot to see my grandparents. That's all I'd watch. That I've a, seen that, that was... movie upwards of fifty times. Oh God, hot opinion. Is it here. Eva PSP. Mendes? Is that who that's who it is? It is yeah, for yeah, real. Yeah. I think so. Brown here. Tall, yeah, she's she's in the other guys. She's the wife of Will yeah, Ferrell. Yeah, she's, and the, other she's guy. the wife. That's Eva, Eva Mendes. Mendes. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. my dad kept on telling me I looked like Kevin James. Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> Wait, was that's that's who's in Hit? No, wait, yeah, he is. I think Kevin he's the James. other guy. But like I said, I've only seen both. Yeah. But Kevin James is the Isn't Kevin Chuck James and Larry, the King of Queens guy. Yeah, King yeah, of Queens yeah, yeah. and uh, Paul Blart. I now Mall pronounce Cop. you Chuck and Larry, Paul Blart, yeah. all that. Some yeah, of his best work in Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah. All right, Florida man, that's too much. Well, let's hop right into it here. So, we've got an incident uh, that involves air rifles, like I said. 
This comes out of Sarasota County, Florida. An Osprey woman is facing several felony charges after sheriff's deputies say she threatened a group of teenagers and young adults with a rifle. Good for her. Deputies say 62-year-old Donna Betts was standing on a dock in Palmetto Avenue around 5.30 Monday night, aiming the weapon at a rowing team that was practicing oh, on the water. Oh, oh no. Wow. What? Okay, she didn't rob a store. Hold she on, didn't... time out real quick. What town is this in? This is in uh, Osprey. I'm trying to think what college is there, but I have no idea. All right, keep going. Osprey, Florida. Uh, several victims told deputies that Betts was pointing the rifle and threatening to shoot team members and coaches if they came onto her property. These, I mean, these poor kids are like I rowing mean, practice over got, on the you, other side of the river. Like, There is still castle law here in place. I don't know if anyone can own a river. But at the same time, if they could, I might be upset if a rowing team was rowing through my part of the river. I don't think I'd start waving guns around. I might, you know, <laughs> diplomatically go talk to them, but... I mean, you can own the water rights to property, but uh, it does not say... Yeah, but, like, a bets. river is, like, changing water constantly, yeah. you know? Because you're like, okay, I want this piece of the river, and then it just floats down the river. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, she then just decides... I don't know. She maybe thought better of her actions, so she just launched the rifle into the river, just threw it out there into the water. What? And, and just went back inside. She threw the rifle <laughs> at threw okay. it out into the water it was like and went back inside. AR-15 or what was it? Doesn't, no, it rifle. doesn't, like, one of it says air rifle and then the rest of it just says rifle, so I'm not exactly sure. So like a pellet sure. gun, like you okay, shoot squirrels with? I don't know like, if she had a pellet gun or 50 dollars into the river, like. <laughs> no, more like 54 98 yeah. yeah. She was, uh, she was taken into custody Tuesday morning, which Good. yesterday. This, this is like fresh breaking news. Uh, she's been <laughs> charged with. Hot off the press. She's been charged with 18 counts of aggravated assault with a firearm. Oh, really? Yeah. So did she shoot 18 no. times? <laughs> she didn't shoot anybody. She didn't shoot at all. That <laughs> pisses me off a little well, bit. Like, so here's what. That's like, my river. As if that story was great enough, who Donna Betts is helps this story out a lot. Are you guys familiar with a, a man by the name of Dickie Betts? I guess not. One of the founding <laughs> members of the Allman Brothers Band. Ooh. Dickie Betts. Great musician. So his sister's famous. shooting up rowing teams. No, no, his wife. Oh, his wife. His wife. Well, at least he can afford to pay, pay or bail. So. She is. I don't know, man. I hope Dickie's in better shape than she is. Oh god. She is, yeah. That looks like. For those of you that aren't here, I just showed them the picture of a uh, Dickie Betts wife. It looks like what? She Nothing. <laughs> so uh, we hope that Dickie can get his wife together and let's figure this out and quit shooting at yeah. rowing teams. They did nothing wrong. You don't own the water. They're just trying to get a good unless, exercise. In unless there. you can prove to me that you have the, the water rights. The only rowing team that I didn't like was the rowing team in the social network. Harvard's rowing team. Yeah. Come on, guys. What a bunch of douches. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't say, obviously, well, I, I'm going I'm to have a follow-up on this because I'm kind of curious as to what happens. Because if she does, if they do own the water rights to wherever this was at, she may, they, they may drop all those charges. 18, that's 18 that, counts. That's, that's felony. That's a felony. Like, she's looking at prison it's time. for throwing a pellet gun. That didn't even touch anybody. She did not physically harm anybody. How can you get emotional harm? DJ Truffle Look, Dickie Betts know. has got plenty of money. I'm sure they're gonna have. They'll the fight best it. They'll around. probably settle out of court. And settle for what's half of 18. We'll just buy you a new point five. Just buy him a new know. rowboat. Sure. They'll, they'll be yeah. alright. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, uh, yeah, they'll get a good lawyer. Hopefully, his pants don't catch on fire though. Yeah, from his e-cigarette. Yeah, from his e-cigarette. <laughs> Throw back to last right, week. What's so this second story. Detectives in Marion County need our help. Anybody's help, really. Yeah, you know, right. if you're in Florida. I mean, I mean, all detectives in Florida need help at this yeah. point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this this heinous crime that has occurred 
Ice Cream Man attacked at Ocala Park. So uh, the attack happened Saturday <laughs> afternoon as the ice cream truck was pulling up to, I am not even going to try to pronounce this park name, Cohajo Co- Park, I guess you could say. I don't sure. Know. Like pulling, up to Oca- pulling up to City, park. City uh, park. The victim told detectives that three men tried to pay for a pickled sausage with a counterfeit $20 bill. So like three guys <laughs> were going to share one sausage? Three guys were going to buy one pickled sausage and share it, I guess. I think... First of all, may I what is going on with the ice cream men in Florida? Quick little insert here, because I just think illegal. You're going to insert a sausage? <laughs> no. Come on now. All right. No. But illegally, this is a really smart idea for these guys, because I'm sure this one sausage costs like a dollar, and he paid with a counterfeit 20 and then you get $19 back in actual American cash. Fair That's enough. What doing. I had something like, sorry, we're pressed for time, but one of my friends worked at McDonald's and this guy walked in and tried to buy a small soda. Like he was like, can I get like a small drink? And pay with a hundred. And he paid with a hundred. That's because he's, he's, it's counterfeit and he's trying to get the real money back out of it. I've seen it before. I've been around a time or two. So anyways, these three guys try to pay for, with a $20 bill for a pickled sausage. It's on an ice cream truck for some reason. I didn't know ice cream trucks were just surplusing out other <laughs> items. Times are tough. Uh, so anyways... The ice cream man questioned the $20 bill. They pulled a gun on him and tried to wrestle... uh, The ice cream man tried to wrestle the gun away, but one of them struck him in the eye. I guess just punched him in the face uh, over this pickled sausage or $20. At this point, whatever they're arguing. How are we not talking about that? That's the creepy thing here. That's the news. Yeah. Ice cream men throwing their sausages around. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyways... Uh, detectives need our help. They're looking for a 1980s model Cadillac. There is no other description. <laughs> they just... 1980s Cadillac. <laughs> Maybe with a recently eaten pickled sausage in the <laughs> Maybe back. Maybe with a pickled sausage wrapper. So if you're in Ocala, Florida anytime soon, and you see uh, three men driving around sharing a sausage with each other, then you might want to uh, call the police. A tradition of ours here at Cruising the Planet is Florida, man. Thanks, sir. We like that. And we're now, an- another tradition. While we're talking about illegal activity, yep. let's go ahead and hop into what it happened was because we only got five minutes left Let- on the show. You got it, DJ. All right, Truffle so we're going to go ahead and start off with our Baylor sexual assaults. We got two of them, Mike oh. Chapman and Trayvon Armstead, both oh Baylor football players, got picked up for sexual assault that had already happened a few months ago. But you got your Baylor sexual assault. You got to throw that in there. <laughs> All right, next, what had happened was... Oh, my bad. Let me get let me cut this music real quick. Pump See y'all what had happened was... Pump the hot key up because it's hard to hear. You want one. it all the way up? See one. y'all what had <laughs> happened was... All right, so DeAndre Hall and Markington Dorlian uh, from the Chicago Bears and Green Bay Packers, respectively, were arrested for disorderly conduct, public intoxication, and interference with a investigation. Oof. So... Chicago Bears cornerback DeAndre Hall and Green Bay Packers cornerback McKeaton Dorlent were arrested Saturday, March 25th, outside of a bar in Cedar Hills, Cedar Falls, Iowa. I don't know who goes to bars in Iowa, but whatever. Hall and uh, Dorient were arrested after an alleged incident outside of the bar, and Hall was actually tasered by police during the incident for Whoa. resisting arrest. Whoa! Nice, nice. Hey, <laughs> don't tase me, bro. Don't. I'm Rick Harrison, and this is my pawn shop. I bet he sells tasers. I bet he does. Next. <laughs> See, y'all, what had happened was... Oh, Mark. Oh, Mark. Former no, TCU no, quarterback and current Seattle Seahawks backup quarterback Trayvon Boykin got arrested for suspicion, suspicion of position of marijuana and public intoxication. The story goes that Seattle Seahawks quarterback Trayvon Boykin got arrested uh, early morning in Dallas 
<laughs> and he was a passenger in a vehicle that crashed into a bar, allegedly hit seven people on the sidewalk. I didn't know about that. 25-year-old driver Shabrika Bailey was arrested and charged with two counts of intoxicated assault and using a vehicle to cause serious bodily injury. He can be a good backup quarterback he if he quits doing this he nonsense. He could be a starter in this league, in a league where Mark Sanchez has a job, where who who, who did Chicago just pick up? Gil, uh, Gillisey, Mike, uh, Mike Glennon. Glennon, whatever. I mean, Trayvon Boykin can find a job if he stops doing stupid stuff like this. Yep. Can't help it. Can't fix Can't stupid. Can't fix it. And our last. See, y'all, what had happened was... Hassan Childs, University of South Florida. Three counts of aggravated assault. One count of misdemeanor marijuana possession. Very interesting story. So, story goes that Hassan Childs was driving down the road in Tampa Bay, Florida, and he starts tailgating on a family of three, a father, a, mo a father, mother, and a son, a three-year-old son. Uh, the name of the driver, not Childs, is Jaminez. Uh, driving on Skipper Road with his wife. The car Childs was driving was tailgating him and trying to pass. When Jimenez pulled over into an apartment complex, Jimenez pulled up next to him with a gun and put the gun through the window at to the next vehicle. Well, he did not know that Jimenez in the other vehicle had a gun of his own, oh. so he pulled out and popped three bullets, three caps in uh, Hassan Childs' chest and arm. Childs would survive the incident, but... He got arrested for aggravated assault, and it turns out he had marijuana in the car as well oh that he got shot in. So Child has four charges pending against him and three gunshot wounds from this incident. This could be a Florida man segment as well. It is South yeah. Florida. That could be a Florida incident. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I mean, so, how stupid can you be to want to cause more attention to yourself when you have drugs and guns in the vehicle? How stupid can you be? Uh, stupid enough to also willingly play for South Florida. That's true, too. Ooh. <laughs> oh man shots fired shots literally fired. three of them literally. <laughs> <laughs> two more for you is that it for what that's it happened it. That's was what it happened was for dj shuffle shuffle chris holding it down grinding the sausage in the meat factory if you know what i mean nobody knows what pickled you mean. spicy sausage <laughs> no, nobody knows what you mean and it just gets weirder and weirder every time you say it <laughs> I'm Mark Deshart. Hold back this feeling. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Do you want me to start it over? Nope. Too late. Oh man. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> we're good. I'm Mark Deshart. DJ Shuffle, Shuffle, and I will talk to you again Monday, four to six. Until then, see you around. Happy tales, Agrumi.